The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It is a crisis of confidence. While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken, it's time to talk money. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. And we cannot rely on quick fixes or easy answers. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I do not promise a quick way out of our nation's problems. I wish I could tell you there was a quick fix to our economic problems. With local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To take no unnecessary trips. We can't drive our SUVs. And we will make America great again. God bless you and good night. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back, News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We are the financial guys here to talk to you about you and your money. And of course, this is where money meets politics. We have a ton of fun with this show. Monday through Friday, we do manage money. If you think like us, you want to interview our team, 633-1515. We'll uh, try to do our best to get to the phone lines today. And uh, if we don't, by the way, like us on Facebook. And uh, at FinGuys, or Twitter on Twitter, account. yep, follow and, us on Twitter. Uh, any uh, questions that you have, I know a lot of times when it comes to financial questions, it's a personal thing. Sometimes people don't like calling us on the air. You can use our website as a resource, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E, thefinancialguys.com. Charlie Sperez in studio with us. Charlie, uh, have you? Well, last time you were on the show, I think I played hooky last time you were on the show. Uh, possible, that maybe. We might need you a little closer to the mic. A little there closer. All right, I'm in. Uh, Charlie will talk more about business planning, running part of our insurance division with financial guys, and so we'll talk more about, you know, corporate business planning today, and um, and uh, just have a lot of fun with the show. I don't even know where to start out, Glenn. I, I was. Well, let's I, start out with uh, if we uh, could. We we talked on uh, the Sandy, Sandy Beach, Beach show. show. Yeah, yep. thank you by the way to thank Sandy and Tim Wanger for allowing us to the opportunity to fill in. But the big story on that we talked about healthcare, of course. We're waiting on the vote from from the Senate, but one of the key things um, that we talked about as well. Uh, was the IT staffer that worked for Wasserman Schultz. Yes. What we did not know on Tuesday was that on Monday night— The one who spent half the year in Pakistan. That's right. On Monday night, they were—the FBI was in the process for waiting for him at the airport. Well, I think we broke the story. You broke the story. You did the research. Well, not me. It was uh, the Daily Caller, I think, was the the outlet that really was the one who's been all over this. And they've been all over this for for a while. Um, It's it's been—they've been running articles since February— and I didn't catch him. Nobody caught him. But now people are catching on. Wasserman Schultz finally fired the guy <laughs> the day after he gets arrested. Like, <laughs> right. what are you guys trying to protect? So and just what does so this everybody's guy have up on these to folks? speed, the Democrats' IT person spent six months in Pakistan, had a laundry list of suspicious activity. Yep. Then they went in to try to get the servers, and they were smashed. Hard drives were smashed. Um, nothing to see here. Wasserman Schultz, by the way, kept hire, kept him unemployed as this whole mess was going on. He right? had access to the 
basically uh, dozens of Democrat staffers' emails, including potentially um, some information in regards to the uh, uh, the def- well, not the defense, but I'm looking for the piece. Of the well, and on top the, of this, he in- he hired his entire family, which I don't know. I mean, I don't hire my hire my entire family in the financial guys industry because they don't have financial degrees, right? Uh, they don't have degrees in economics, they don't have degrees in business marketing, so they're just not a fit for our firm. Well, apparently, this guy who spent half of his year in Pakistan, his entire family was an IT specialist. Well, and his, <laughs> and his wife his wife left for Pakistan earlier this year with twelve grand in cash. Yeah, nothing. So she was here. stopped at the airport. Right. They searched her at the airport. They found twelve grand in he, cash. He had a hundred grand of Iraqi money on him, right? He they, he. He actually got, took a hundred thousand dollar loan from an Iraqi national who's uh, uh, basically wanted. Um, he uh, to, for a, a car dealership. How stupid are these Democrats? He also wired three hundred thousand, almost two hundred eighty some thousand, out of the country to Pakistan before he tried to flee. So now they caught him at the airport. The FBI has taken his passports, from what's been reported by uh, the yeah. Gateway pundit and a couple other outlets, uh, Fox News as well. Um, they are now basically keeping him in the country, and, and uh, they cannot get out now. They have his passport. But, well, um, but but he's got a lot of information from the Democrats. Thank you, by the way. So they're all worried about the Russia, Russia, Russia. How are they all getting this information? I don't know. Maybe it's through you. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Maybe it's through you. I mean, who are you kidding me? All the IT companies out there. And that doesn't bring any kind of a red flag up to the Democratic Party that, hey, look, our IT guy's spending six months in Pakistan. Well, he didn't show up from some of the reports from the other IT staffers. He was oftentimes wasn't in the technology meetings that he was supposed to be there in. So he would be uh, MIA oftentimes, and uh, they didn't know where he was. Unbelievable. When are they going to start bringing up charges on you know Wasserman and her crew? Well, there? they should. I, they I hope should. that they take this very, very seriously. I mean, this is a huge potential breach of national security. They, I mean, they had access to all these emails, including some from the Intelligence Committee is what I was looking yeah. for. So, And all the hard drives are smashed, by the way. Like, yeah, the everybody yeah, does the that, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I get, oh, when I'm it done just my computer, accidentally you know. fell off a four-story yeah. <laughs> window out of a four-story window it was an accident we don't know the Amazing. hammer just happened to swing and smash it i'm sorry i didn't didn't know it's it, you know did you wipe it off like a cloth this is it's unreal it's, it's unreal, unreal. you can't stupid. make yourself up speaking you of wiping how off dumb cloth. could you be out of all if, if that was you and i this would be national news it would certainly be local news right 247 look at who these people hired as it people they didn't vet them uh, could you imagine your IT guy in our office? If our IT guy said, "Hey, I'm, I, I'm spending six months in Pakistan," wouldn't I do some research to say, "Is this the right guy for us? Is this the right team?" Well, he had offsite servers. I mean, they had they were they were taking information from these uh, from you know from the access that they had, and they were they were taking it and putting it on offsite servers with the one they smashed. Yeah. The Daily Caller reported that the Pakistani IT staffers wired two hundred eighty three thousand dollars from Congressional Federal Credit Union in a house office building to two people in Pakistan. Unreal. That's unbelievable, right? I mean, it's just it's Unreal. amazing. That's almost um, like two, you just, you can't make that stuff Awan up. was also carrying $12,000 on him at the time of his arrest. So they're carrying the maximum amount allowed sure. in cash. Right. He wired the other money out of the country. Um, it just is quite amazing. So according the, to uh, Chad uh, Program, who I think is a reporter for- Ann Wasserman Schultz knew a lot of the su- suspicious yeah, activity was going on. Well, she's been blocking kept it. kept him on the payroll and blocking it. Her That's attorney right. is- nego- so, so the FBI, the, the, uh, not the FBI, but the congressional uh, uh, police show up to confiscate some of the inform- some of the things. We're looking for a laptop. Wasserman Schultz, I don't know where it is. Yeah. Find it. Wow. I don't know where it is. 
Well, guess where they found it? Across the street in an empty office in a crevice, they found it. <laughs> now she's fighting to get it back. She right. is. She is. Her attorneys are quote negotiating uh, with the FBI she to determine what they can and cannot look at. On that, 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 of course. What is she hiding? What are the yeah. Democrats hiding? What are they? What are they afraid of? Yeah. Are they? Are these? Are these guys blackmailing them and saying don't let the? What's going on here? Wow. This should be headline news. It's starting to be headline news. Picked up all over Twitter. It exploded this week. Yeah. It's uh, about after time. the arrest, and now everyone's talking about it. And this whole Hopefully, maybe, maybe we'll pick this up. But here's what NBC decided to come out with a headline this week as opposed to something like this. NBC came out and said, it's been 100 days since Hillary was nominated as the, you know, the first woman candidate for a major party. I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> this is what NBC is, is putting out there. In addition to that, they're all talking about her new book. So yeah. not talking about the IT staff for right. stealing information, right. not talking about the fact that he's a Pakistani national that clearly wasn't vetted very well, right. but now we're talking about Clinton's book. Guess what her book is called? You'll never guess this. Any idea? Something Child. ethics. I have no Something. Idea. What happened? <laughs> She's going to explain in her book what happened and how she lost. And from what I understand, it's all about blaming Russia, blaming Russia, blaming and blaming person. Comey. How Let about me tell your, you what happened. How about this stuff happened? You that what, kind of stuff you happened. You know what the title should be called? should be one word. Loser <laughs> with an explanation point after right. that should be the title. In fact, I'm tempted yeah. to write a book on on Hillary, and I'm just going to title it "Loser, Loser, yeah. liar. Loser and Liar." Well, liar. You could do "Liar" too. I like "Loser" better. Loser, but liar. You know what happened? I'll tell you what happened, Hillary. The American people figured out that you were a liar. Yeah. They figured out that you were shady. Yep. They figured out that you had shady dealings and yep. you were crooked. They, yeah. they figured out that you were narcissistic yeah. and, and you were completely out of touch with the American and, people. And and let me add one more on. You're not poor. <laughs> you're not poor. You're not poor. You can play poor, yeah. but you're not poor. Just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Come Legal Financial Guys, Charlie Sperez in studio with us. We're going to mix Charlie in here. Charlie, part of our uh, you know corporate business planning retirement department, uh, does a lot of work with insurance and insurance planning. You've been Charlie, you've been doing a lot of work with businesses lately. Yes, and we'll yes. talk more about that. But a lot of work with uh, I don't want to say small business, large businesses, yes. medium to large size businesses, and ways to uh, help them with their tax strategies. Ways to pass more money on to the next generation. Ways to protect the business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that as the show progresses here. Uh, we were talking a little bit here about uh, our fill-in for Sandy Beach this week. By the way, thank you, Sandy. Sandy was a little bit under the weather and uh, allowed us the opportunity. Tim Wanger allowed us the opportunity to fill in. Apparently, nobody else was available. <laughs> Tim yeah. got through the list, and when he gets to like twenty, <laughs> like, hey, I'm okay I, with that. I thought about you. At least we're first. on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on the list. That's right. But uh, thank you, Tim, for allowing thank us the opportunity much. to do it. that. Um, if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. If you think like us, 633-1515-1515. Like us on Facebook. And a lot of the stuff we talk about, we post to our Facebook page and at FinGuys for Twitter. So uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E when it comes to our website and specific financial questions. If you don't like the show, by the way, don't waste your time sending us a nasty email. We got, I love that we got an email. Just start reading week. them. Yeah, we should. We got an email this week. Somebody said, and here's the, here's how they all start out. So if you're in front of your computer, and, you know, in your mom's basement, and you're ready to type us out an email, don't start out with, I was just about ready to invest my money with you. Was, we know that's the red flag that says, I'm poor. <laughs> we, you, you know, you weren't going to start out by investing your money. It always, everyone that, that blasts, I was just about ready to give you a trillion dollars. However, then I realized your political views, and I decided to go the other way. You know, 
You know what our answer is? Great. Great. I'm glad you found it out before. Found right. it out before we you wasted your with time us. and ours. Yeah. Let me I don't say care this. if you had a trillion dollars. We don't want you as a client. Let me let me say this, and it's not always about political ideology. We are we truly want to develop relationships that we think are going to be long term yeah. with people like think like we us. Get to deal with folks that that we like we, and think like us. And we're in a very fortunate position to have a lot of clients. Right. We get a lot of phone calls each and every week. We have a lot of new prospects coming to the office. A lot of new clients yeah. coming on board. Month and we after consider month. them friends. We consider Consider every one That's of them great. friends. Yeah. But that also means we can be somewhat selective, right? And sure. so there have been cases, uh, you know, in the past, and I, you know, I'll give you an example. I, you know, I had a nice gentleman, really nice guy. He came in, um, he just had unrealistic expectations. He wanted, um, you know, an, an 8 to 10% rate of return with zero downside. Yeah. And, you know, I knew that it was going to be. <laughs> I want to fly And, and cat, he, had a, but... he, had a, he actually had a million dollars, he had yeah. a million bucks. And he was adamant about trying to explain them risk returns and, and, you know, the more risk it is, like you say, there's no free rides. At the end of the conversation, it just simply wasn't resonating. And I could tell that this is going to be a relationship that at some point the market's going to correct and he's going to be let down. And I didn't want to embark on that relationship. So I shook his hand. I said, thank you very much for coming. Now, political ideology was the same. Sure. Unrealistic expectations wasn't going to be a good fit. I just said, you know what? Thank you so much for coming in. I really had a great conversation. We had a great hour-long meeting. I just don't think that we can work together. I don't think it's a good fit. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Right. He went his way. We went ours, and and you know life moves on. But you know we're really looking for that kind of relationship where people that think like us that we can develop a long term relationship with. And yeah. whether and it's a million people, dollars or a hundred thousand or five million dollars, it's the importance is the personality fit. That's right. And and are we on the same that's page? Right. But that's don't the start the nasty thing. email out with "I was just about ready to invest." <laughs> and we're so I sick was going to move my million dollars over. Know, but sure you were. Sure you were. I'm sure it was, the transfer forms were on the way. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Spraza, we're going to work him in throughout the segments here. We'll talk more business planning and uh, corporate retirement planning. You've got Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, financial guys here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515. Uh, we have a Medicare specialist, by the way. So if you're turning 65, Brian Janik, by the way, if you're 66, 67, don't wait until enrollment season to call him. Call him now. He can help you. 633-1515. He's an independent Medicare expert, which means he can work with all the companies and do the shopping for you, and it does not cost you a penny more. So use Brian as a resource, 633-1515. All right, we're going to take a quick break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Do not turn the dial. We'll be back. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, here with you for the last 18 years, every single Saturday. Uh, pretty cool now. We've got, we have our team in place, so we're starting to get some Saturdays off. Mike Hayflick, Jeff Boron, Abby Gwynn was on with you last week. Yep. Uh, Ron Moscow, Charlie Sparaza in studio with us now. Of course, Russ Thompson, by the way, and I don't know who Russ is having on. He'll be on, I think, next weekend. He's filling in for mm-hmm. us. I'll double-check that. But I think Russ is filling in again, so we really appreciate Russ's help. Carl Palladino filling in with him, David DiPietro. Uh, those three guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. They always bust my chops because uh, we'll take off and I'll be listening to them and they'll say, "I didn't. You didn't. You have the day off. Go do something <laughs> with your life." But uh, they do a great job, so appreciate all their help there. Absolutely. Um, at Fin Guys, follow us on Twitter, uh, thefinancialguys.com for our website, and follow us on Facebook. You know, um, we get questions every now and again. Is there any place I can find podcasts and things like that? We haven't gone the podcast route, but there's a bunch of clips from this past week when we were doing Sandy Beach, and I think Saturday as well, on our Facebook page. So yeah. if you want to see clips of the show, you can certainly go back and you can get clips. We just can't get whole shows I guess our, uh, our we do a TV show, by the way, for Channel 2 now every Tuesday, 1130 to noon, right after their news. And I guess uh, when we were on with Carl, that hit the Buffalo Craigslist uh, rant and rave section. So. Craigslist? 
Craigslist. Has a yeah, rant they, rave they have a rant rave. I didn't know that until somebody said you're like one of the main topics there. I'm like, really? Great. Is that, is, <laughs> like a, I, I thought Craigslist, you sell stuff. You do sell stuff, but there's a rant and rave section, and apparently they took our cuts from our oh, show good. and put it on there. So Perfect. Is that uh, good? Uh, well, the, the, whoever did it. I guess it, all, all, all good is good. Whoever all, all did it was a good press. Right? Whoever did it was a supporter. My guess is oh, it was good. some people that disagreed with us. I didn't even bother. Oh, we'll have to get in there. Maybe we can mix it up on that blog or whatever it is. I love it. I love it. In studio with us, Charlie Speraza. Charlie, part of our business planning team. Charlie, uh, maybe you can tell everybody a little bit about some of the specific cases you've been helping folks with, some of the calls that have been coming into our office. Well, first, I'd like to say thanks for having me on the show, but I like that idea of the uh, 8 to 10%. Well, why, why can't we get that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? No guys? downside. Sure. We can get that. It just I want a flying rest, car, that's too. That's yeah, wow. There's plenty of things car. people want out there. They don't exist. But a lot of stuff we've been working on is, for the business specifically, you know, everybody complains about paying too much tax, everything. You take, put the money in, you take a tax break. On the way out, you take got to pay the tax. Yeah. I don't want to pay the tax. Sometimes it's higher on the way out than, right, on the than way it is in. on the way that you took yeah. the break on. So what we're finding is, for the business person, is a good way to uh, to put money away using an insurance product. It does come out tax free at the end. Now it comes out two ways. Obviously, the sad part if you pass away, it's a tax free benefit to the family, which is a home run. The other thing is, people are living longer today, so there's a good chance you're going to be able to access it on a tax-free basis coming out. And that's what we've been finding with a lot of these folks in the business market that have either exhausted their uh, IRA contributions or the 401K, or maybe an employee has a key employee that he wants to do something extra for. Yeah, It's super attractive, and a lot of them can be self-completing. If you got disabled, there's a rider you can add that the money will continue to go in even though you're disabled. And, again, it comes out tax-free. So, again, for the business owner, it's an outstanding way of providing extra benefits to your employee or yourself. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's funny because years ago one of the things that, that people would hear insurance and they'd say, oh, I don't want, I don't want, just don't want it, right? Um, and we always say there's a reason for these tools, right? And, and I, like when you look at all the financial planning tools out there, and I happen to be a car guy, so I always talk in terms of cars, love old classic cars, love all kinds of cars. But, you know, if you walked into a mechanic shop and they had all these tools and you said, oh, is that a good tool or a bad tool, they'd look at you sort of funny. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's yeah. a good tool sometimes, and it can be a bad tool sometimes. And the same thing is true with insurance, right? It's not meant for everybody. No, no, and as you guys know, we just finished up a deal with $10.5 million of life insurance. These were business partners protecting their family in case of premature death. Yeah. It's a good way to buy it out rather than have to either take in partners you don't want or have to sell off parts of the business or close the business to pay the, the family members out. Yeah. So a lot of purposes. We talk a lot about 401ks. We should have you on with Jeff Fine at some point so we can talk 401k and maybe even uh, uh, Brian Janik. We can talk health care, non-qualified compensation plans, and qualified compensation plans. The problem that a lot of business owners run into on the 401k side, of course, as you know, is they they get hit with this discrimination testing, right? So an employer, you know, the highly comped group, but that might be the the CEO, the CFO, the the C, you know, the, the COO, whatever. That highly comp, that executive group can only put what two percent more than the rest of the average in their in their in their plan. So if there's let's say twenty people in a four hundred one k plan and three are highly comped and seventeen are not, if the seventeen other people on average are only putting in five percent then the highly comped are restricted to putting in no more than 7%, right? Just 2% more, right. I believe. And I, I'm not the, you know, i got to bring in Jeff Fine as yet, but something along those same lines. So oftentimes they're very much restricted and they, and they can't get the most out of their qualified plan. They want to do the right thing for their employees and they want to have the plan, 
but their employees ultimately are the governor or the restrictor on how much the employer can put in. And that's where you come in, right, with these non uh, There is no restriction. Type of plan. There are no restrictions. You can put whatever you want. Uh, and you could do it for one employee but not another. Exactly. You could do it for the highly comps but, uh, or, the, or a key employee, right? Which is well, just good. do it for yourself, not for anybody yourself. else. I mean, it's your choice. And the beauty behind it, again, is it's, okay, so you can't deduct it. But it's accessible. There's no 59-and-a-half rule to it. I can get to it if I need to get to it. If I want to leave it there, I'll get to it later tax-free. These are some of the most unbelievable things you can do. And some of them today, especially with these newer programs that are tied to, let's say, the S&P 500, there's a great opportunity because there's no downside in terms of a negative result. I wanted to ask you about that. As the I know we're kind of probably on the close little break here, but I wanted to ask you about that. Because uh, it's not just for life insurance anymore. These are these are being used for for growth, and and this is really something that's what the last really couple of years yeah. in this state. I mean, sure. we haven't had these types of products here. You know, we're the last state to get everything right. So Correct. when the economy recovers, you know, everything else in the country unemployment's dropping. We're five years behind. You know, in the insurance world, it's not it's similar, right? It seems like products hit the rest of the country, and we're always five to ten years behind what we have available in the state, <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least, right? No, and there's a lot of times there's better products outside the state because of that. Yeah. Well, I know we have a lot of our clients that work in, and we have an office in Florida. Uh, we did a study years ago. It's funny because people say, oh, you have an office in Florida because you want to go down there in the winter. Well, I'm not going to lie. That's nice. But the real reason is is because 50% of our clients either live in Florida or go back and forth to Florida. Uh, there's this little thing called taxes that they like to avoid. Yeah. And But you know, some of our clients who are down there, even better products down there probably. Sure. Yeah. Outside of the state, there were some out, uh, unbelievable products that yeah. you can get. And why the state doesn't want them, I can't figure them out. Yeah. It's an important point. We're licensed in— Well, they haven't taxed the insurance company enough yet. That's the yeah. best. <laughs> but we have, as a firm, uh, with all of our different uh, reps that we have, we're licensed, I believe, in all 50 states when it comes to insurance. Somebody is somewhere. Yes. I know yes. the company, the, the uh, peak brokerage is for sure. Hold that thought, um, guys. Hold that thought. Sorry. we got to take a quick break here. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys, Charlie Sparaz in the studio with us. We'll talk more. We started off the show with uh, uh, the FBI sees smash hard drives from Wasserman Schultz IT. TAs and uh, they arrested him the other day in an airport, right? In Dallas Airport, oh, yeah, nice. you know, getting yeah. ready to board a flight yeah. to. Uh, Why would you not have an IT person that spends half the year in, in Pakistan? Uh, Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle Financial Guys, need us throughout the week, folks. Six three three one five one five. Do not turn the dial. We'll be right back. News Radio nine thirty WBEN. All righty, welcome back. News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle Financial Guys, Charlie Spraz in studio with us. We're talking uh, retirement planning, corporate retirement planning, a little bit, mixing in some. It's where money meets politics. For those of you that tune in each and every week, you know that uh, we have a ton of fun with this show. But uh, Monday through Friday, we do manage money. If you're interested in interviewing our team, and we have. Um, we have departmentalized our firm, which is very different than any other firm I can think of in Western New York, where you walk around our office and we literally have different experts that do different parts of the financial planning world. There's a lot of firms out there that say they have this, but they really don't. We have a certified Social Security claiming strategist, two of them, Mike Kayflick, Mike Sparaza. We've got a, a certified college planning expert, and Jeff Boron, when it comes to college planning. Look, if you've got a junior or senior in high school, you should be calling Jeff. We have a 401k expert, Jeff Fine. If you have a small business, medium-sized business, large business, you should have Jeff as a resource. Um, Charlie Sparazzo, when it comes to corporate retirement, life, uh, life insurance planning, use him as a resource. Medicare planning and health insurance, Brian Janik. If you are turning 65, if you are 65 or above, you should reach out to Brian because he's an independent Medicare expert 
and I would encourage you to call him now or enrollment season comes up. I don't know why everybody thinks they need to wait for enrollment season. Most people in New York do not. Um, use Brian as a resource. He'll do the shopping for you. It does not cost a penny for Brian to shop the insurance companies. He understands which companies has better benefits that are going to match up to your goals and objectives, whether you need this medication or that medication or you fall in the donut hole and all that good stuff. 633-1515 if you want to interview our team. Women in Investing, Abby Gwynn. Yep, uh, certified the, Financial Planner. Certified Financial Planner. A VET program. If you're a veteran, you qualify for different estate planning options, call Jay Blanchard, uh, John Habistro, uh, Tom Canavo, uh, the, the list goes on and on, Ron Waskow. So use our team as a resource, 633-1515. We have an in-house attorney. So we have an in-house attorney who's also a financial planner. And, and there's very few firms that have those types of resources. So again, use this as a resource, 633-1515. Just real quick too, uh, we have two workshops coming up, right? We have... Uh Ron uh, Reinstein is our yep. certified divorce financial analyst. Yes. He's doing a workshop. Well, I forgot Ron. Ron, a right. divorce. <laughs> He's doing yeah. a workshop with, um, Mike, with Hayflick. Mike Hayflick yep. uh, the 8th of August at the Marriott, 6 o'clock. I, yes. On the 1st, Abby Gwynn, Women in Investing, CFP, will also be with Mike Hayflick at AAA on Sheridan, okay. also at 6 o'clock. You have to be a woman to attend, but you don't have to be a AAA member to attend, they're telling yeah. me. Now, so, can you be transgender or is it no? I don't know. I think okay. you can. I think it's okay. Okay. I think it's all right. They're going to be talking about women's issues mainly and how uh, Social Security, uh, you know, some of the benefits and some of the things you should look for. Because what a lot of people don't realize when it comes to Social Security is that women can get half if they're if they made less can get half of their spouses. That yeah. goes the other way too. Of too. course, if the, right. if the if the husband stayed at home, they can also get half of their spouse if it's higher. So right. oftentimes we'll see people come in and the spouses one spouse is getting two thousand, the other's getting eight hundred. Like, wait yeah. a minute, that's not right. Right. You know, should be the other one should be a thousand. So yeah. that's the kind of stuff they're going to be talking about. If you want to know any about, uh, sign up for either of those workshops or just find out more about the workshops that we do. Again, August 1st is Women in Investing with Abby Gwynn and Mike Hayflick. August 8th at the Marriott, 6 o'clock. Ron Reinstein and Mike Hayflick. Uh, give us a call at the office, 633-1515, Tuesday, August 8th. All right. Uh, just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Conwiggle Financial Guys here on News Radio 930. WBEN, Charlie Sparazza in studio with us. We're jumping all over the place here. Uh, Charlie was talking a little bit about business planning before. You had a question during the break. Well, the states I wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, we just mentioned that before we had to go to the hard break, but we're licensed in, you know, I know the firm itself is licensed. The Peak Broker Services, our broker dealer, is licensed in all 50 states. I'm licensed, and God only knows how many when it comes to insurance. You're probably more than me. But, you know, this, this radio signal goes out to Ohio, to Pennsylvania. I mean, we're you know, people can pick us up from long range. So there are better advantages sometimes to certain products. Other states have better products than New York in some cases, not all cases, but we're always seem to be like five to 10 years behind the rest of the curve. So it'll put this in car terms. We'll use mics. So brand new, think about this, brand new model car comes out in every state. New York gets it five years later, if this were insurance, right? Or 10 years later. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. It's almost like New York states like uh, like Cuba, right? <laughs> we have all the old 1950s and 60s cars because there was an embargo after that date. It's like New York is somewhat like that with insurance. They're kind of opening up a little bit, though, right? It seems like there's some newer products that are now available, but other states still have the advantage, don't they? They do, and, and I, they probably always will. I don't know why it's so conservative here when it comes to insurance. Everything else is liberal, but... When it comes to insurance, it's like, shut it down. Don't let them get out there with something that might be helpful to the folks. And that's really what's important about this whole thing is, if, you know, everybody's trying to accumulate money for the future. You guys manage money. You know, that's the idea. They're trying to get to the future. What happens when life gets cut short? We don't get to the future. They don't get to that investment. 
that's another place where insurance fits in. Yeah, absolutely. You yep. know, and it should be in everybody's plan. I'm doing this 37 years. It's not changed. Right. It's right. not changed. Right. The products may have, but the concept has always been the same. We've been using it in business and personal, I mean, obviously forever, but, but the point is this. When you get to people that are trying to accumulate it and a disability happens, do you know everything shuts down? Yeah. Majority of people lose their homes when disability happens. Yeah. They yeah. have no resource to go get it. This at least continued, continues to pay for itself. They may not be able to access it right away. It also depends on when. Or, again, if their life is cut short. Yeah, and, you know, from a business standing uh, standpoint, a lot of people uh, do a very good job of building up a, a company, right, or a business. Sure. But then they don't self-insure. They're not self-insured, so something happens to them. They don't have enough money to go on. Then, of course, the spouse has to turn to the business and say, hey, I want cash flow out of this thing. You know, right. I deserve money out of it. Well, you know, there's nobody here to work. I've got to hire somebody else and some simple planning and a little bit of money that you might you might be able to tax deduct today from your plan and take a tax deduction for it or have it grow tax free. But a little planning can go a long way if something happens. Absolutely. Let me yeah. tell you, let me, let me give you a real life story for a second here, because this, this, this actually happened to a client of ours. We, we did a, a, finan- a, a buy-sell agreement. This is uh, years and years ago. This is before you even joined the firm, I think, Charlie. I know you've been with us like 15 years, but this is going way, way back when Mike and I used to personally do some insurance. Um, we did a buy-sell agreement for a partnership between two different partners, um, and it was, it was cheap. It was a just term insurance policy, cost them like less than $500 a year for the both of them at premiums, but it covered each other. This this company, these two partners merged with another firm, and they picked up three or four other partners. So it was a, it was a group of six. This firm decided the other partners, who now had the majority, decided that they, they did not have a buy-sell. And so the two partners coming in with the buy-sell said, listen, guys, we should expand this for the whole group because obviously it's important to protect ourselves. Well, the other partners said, no, we don't want to spend the money. It's, it's just a waste of money. We're not going to do it. And so they ended up canceling their two policies, and they had no buy-sell. Wouldn't you know it, two years later, and this is no lie, one of the partners had a heart attack at his desk, mm. died at 55 years old, never expecting it. Now, that's tragic in of itself, but even also as tragic was the fact that his part of the business was worth $800,000 is what the, what the business valuation was based on their uh, the corporate agreement, right? their corporate operating uh, or uh, articles of incorporation or whatever. And so they had to basically pay out this family, the other five partners, Eight hundred grand out of pocket, out of the earnings of the business. Oh, and I think they worked it out over like an eight-year period or something like that. So it was a hundred thousand dollars a year. But imagine suddenly you're now a business and you're in a partnership, whether it be two or three or four or five partners or whatever it is. And now you personally have to come up with a check for a hundred thousand dollars for the next eight or ten years to pay off this spouse to get that piece. They could have insured that whole risk. For less than five thousand dollars a year, yeah, pennies on a dollar. And pennies on a dollar. Where, this is where it's silly. Yeah. That's a true life story. Yeah, and, that's and, where it's silly. And that's probably a good scenario because what if the spouse wants the eight hundred grand now? Are well, you selling equipment? Are you selling buildings? Are you taking a loss on some things? This was a service-based firm, so there wasn't a lot of equipment to yeah, sell. I would have been taking out But think about some of our listeners like out yeah, there crazy. that have those types of firms, and you think, okay, wait, wait, wait am, I, am I selling an asset that is probably that I need to pay taxes on now? So it's not going to be eight hundred grand. It right. might be a million three by the time sure. we're done with the IRS. So, or what if, they, what if the spouse isn't cooperative? In this case, she was, thank God. I right. mean, she was like, okay, I'll take it over, and it worked out okay. But right. imagine if the spouse says, no, no, I'm not I'm, I want it now, or it goes to court, and now thing now you got legal fees, and yes. it, it could have been uh, it could have been a lot worse, yep. but it also could have been a lot better yeah. by just having the right insurance in place. Sure. And how about kids? I mean, the kids sometimes push the the parent. Hey, don't wait for the money. Take the money now. The kids want the money now, yeah. so now they force again. You can force a business to shut down. 
just because they have to unload it yeah. to pay off the debt. Yep. It, yep. It's it's and it's it's actually you know the, well the old editor. Uh, it's not going to happen to me, right? It's right. not going to happen. It happens every day. Yeah. Every day you see this happen. They have to again sell off equipment, buildings, uh, or shut it down. Yeah. And before the break here too, I think the other the other thing is a lot of folks say, well, I don't want to put money into something like this because what if I do live to be a hundred? Well, there's some tools out there that can can accumulate some cash. Sure. And you pull it out tax free, so you get your money back or, or a big chunk of it back at the end. If you, you get all of it time. back plus. Yeah. Right. That's the beauty of it. All right. If you're a small business owner out there and you need Charlie, 633-1515-1515. Need us throughout the week, folks. Same number. Uh, If you have specific financial questions, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. Like us on Facebook. I I cannot tell you how many times we get calls to the office and say, you guys talk about all these different things. You skip around. I love it. But I'd like to know where you got that from, and it's posted on our Facebook page. So like us on Facebook. At FinGuys, if you want to follow us on Twitter, and uh, but use us as a resource again, whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, talking about Medicare planning. I'll tell you, our fastest growing division. There's two of them: the 401k department. If you have a small business out there and you have a 401k plan that's being neglected. Use Jeff as a resource. We're independent. We can pretty much work with any 401k plan you have out there. So a lot of times it's not a matter of us selling your old 401k plan and moving it somewhere else. Sometimes it is if it's a bad plan, but a lot of times it's just taking it over. Use Jeff as a resource. And if it's Medicare, we have an independent Medicare rep. And I can't tell you how important this is. If you are 65 plus, you're turning 65, it's so important that you review your plan every year to make sure that plan matches up with your goals and objectives because your plan might not have all the bells and whistles it needs. It might be too expensive for you. Um, There's a number of companies in the area that do this. Some do it really well. Uh, some might do uh, one plan might really work well for you. It might not work for your your neighbor or your uh, your brother-in-law. So use Brian as a resource. He's independent, and I'm telling you, it doesn't cost you a penny more to have him shop it. Six three three one five one five is our office number. Six three three fifteen fifteen. I think it just saves you time. I mean, we we, tons of we time. have contracts now. With well, like it saves s- you tons of time, which is money, right? But yeah. I mean, well, like a lot of folks will say, we will come to Brian and say, "Oh my, I spent the last three years shopping, trying yeah. to find this, trying to find that." And I don't know, and then I forget what somebody, what this insurance company said. I went to this breakout, and they said this, and they said that, and my head is spinning. Brian's an expert. Allow him to do the shopping for you. And I'm telling you, whether you go direct or to Brian, it's the same cost. Use him as a resource, 633-1515. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure we have contracts with 75% of the Medicare companies in, in Western New York. So yeah. we have like well, almost all of them. Except and that's the right. One and the two. ones that matter, right? The ones that are networked in, the ones that have that. So so really use him as a resource. Again, 633-1515. All right, we'll talk more. Uh, I'd like to get to some of these articles. Dems renew push for $15 minimum wage. They just want to put people out of the jobs, well, don't they? Yeah, but no, this is the beauty of it. Glenn, they're paying their own staff less than that. Oh. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love the scummy. Yeah, why don't they start leading by of the world, right? Yeah, no. How can we show some lead by example? You want, if you want them to be serious about, because it's somebody else's money. See, that's why. Oh, they, they absolutely. Because the business owners have millions of dollars. Yeah. They get piles of cash. In yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Um, well, you pay your IT guy that spends half the year in, a, in Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll have some money too. What if they paid him fifteen dollars an hour? Quick break here. News Radio nine thirty <laughs> WBN. We'll be back. All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenwigle Financial Guys. Charlie Sparazza in studio with us. Need us throughout the week, folks. 633-1515, 633-1515. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Uh, at FinGuys. Follow us on Twitter. 
um, and use our website as a resource, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E. Charlie Spraza in studio. We're mixing in some corporate uh, retirement planning. We'll talk more about the next segment, next hour. I want to talk more about how you've helped people. A lot of folks are real estate rich, but cash poor. And there's some strategies that, that you've helped people with in freeing up some of those cash. So stay with us here in the next segment. Uh, before the break, we were talking about Dems' renew push for $15 minimum wage while paying their own staff way less. This is out of the Daily Caller. you got to love it. You have God to love it. God forbid they lead by example, yeah. right? The Democrat Party is pushing for a federal $15 minimum wage as part of its recently revealed Better Deal economic platform, despite paying its own field organizers significantly less than that during the 2016 cycle. I will say this. When, when are these Democrats... Uh, look, at, uh, I'm not. this is not an endorsement of the Republican Party because there's nobody more aggravated with the Republican Party than us. But I'll tell you, these Democrats are just total morons. I mean, you're an idiot if you're voting for somebody and supporting somebody who wants $15 minimum wage but doesn't take it out of their own park, pocket. And the Clinton administration, the, the Clinton Foundation, well, well, they were beauties at oh, that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, we, oh, yeah, you need to pay people $20 an hour. Hillary, how much are you paying? Uh, nothing to see here. Yeah, just about, <laughs> Six. Well, here's what will happen. I guarantee you this. If they do pass a $15 federal minimum wage, which, by the way, is completely detrimental to the people trying to get jobs to begin with. Those yeah. folks that are coming out of high school, coming out of college, oh, yeah. trying to get work experience, yeah. those jobs go away. But and they, what and would they happen, are aggressively, by the way. You, look, aggressively at, going you look at some of these fast food places, and they are 100% by 2018, you will see by 2019 for sure, the majority of those uh, McDonald's, Wendy's, you'll see them automated. You'll see instead of 20 people, it'll be down to four or five. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be more efficient. The tech jobs will go up, though, by the way. Mm -hmm. I continue to hear people say, well, this is a bad thing. Eh, it's sort of. I mean, it's a bad thing for the young people to get experience. But I'll tell you what, when they serve my coffee wrong 17 times yep. and a robot will do it the right way the first time, Every time. I'm in. Well, what will happen is that they do pass a $15 federal minimum wage. These Democrats will will basically start having unpaid interns. Is what will right. happen because oh, yeah. they're, they're not going there to <laughs> no, fifteen dollars no, right. an hour. Right. They're not. If they really, if they think about this, folks. Talk about putting your money where your mouth is. I am tired of politicians talking the talk but not walking the walk. If you Democrats and you Chuck Schumer and the rest of you clowns, right. if you want $15 minimum wage, yeah. then you start leading by example. That's right. And you start, before they pass anything, yeah. you start contributing $15 an hour you want, to your employees. You want Section A's that hate housing, Mr. Andrew Cuomo? They should be in your neighborhood. It's the same. They should be right next to your right. house. It's the, sa it's the same thing with everything. It's always about, well, we have to, look it, you want to pay more taxes? You can do it. But let's, let's do you know, if Warren Buffett, he's the biggest hypocrite of them all. Warren, guess what? If you want to write a check to the Treasury, they'll take your money. Yeah. Stop talking about, well, I pay less than everybody else. And so I should, I think everyone else should pay more. How about you just pay more? Yeah, you okay? start first. How about you just write the check? That's right. You know, how about these Democrats, Chuck Schumer, Brian Higgins, and the rest of you clowns? How about you lead by example, put your money where your mouth is, because you love running your mouth, and let's see you start paying every one of your staffers. Employ, I will challenge you, you would employ a $15 minimum wage amongst your own staff, yeah, see how it works and then out. we'll talk. See how it works and out. And then we'll talk. Uh, Did you see the, the CEO of Applebee's that had a, not the CEO, but one of the guys in New York City has like 100 franchises, what he said a couple weeks ago on, on CNBC? Yeah. It was um, awesome. So good. by the end of next year, yep. he's laying off, but since last year, he's already laid off over 1,000 workers well, they were the first, because of New York's minimum wage. Well, they were the first one uh, to start laying off over, uh, because of Obamacare, mm -hmm. right? They said, well, this is ridiculous. They wiped out, I forget what it was per yes. store, but 
But yep. so yeah, I mean he's a. But that's a deal, right? You will start to see. Unfortunately, you know, you used to go into a restaurant, you'd get a waitress or a waiter, and now you will be ordering on a table. Yeah, it'll be a kiosk. It'll, it'll be, be like an iPad. Yeah, and yep. but which, by the way, it's I think already be happening. A cool idea. That's already happening, right? And you're paying there. You go into Applebee's. By the way, you pay that way. Yep. So you're you prepay it. But it was a group of roughly 40 field workers uh, filed a class action lawsuit against the Democrat National Committee. I Good for it. you. And six state party organizers in May, alleging that they were not fairly compensated for their work during the 2016 campaign. CNN's going to pick up the story anytime now. Yeah, I'm sure. The field organizers claim to have been paid $3,000 per month while consistently working 80 to 90 hours a week. <gasps> well, that would seem like less than minimum wage. Wow. Maybe the Labor Department should get involved and do a little oh. more investigation because it doesn't even sound like it's 15, let alone That doesn't 80. even seem fair that somebody should work 80 or 90 hours a yeah, week. let's do that math here. <laughs> let's do that math. These, what scumbags are these Democrats? Right, Democrat National Committee. So, but I love the fact that these people are suing them. Right, so about time they get they get a whack on the on the on the hand. But the field organizers claim to have been paid three thousand dollars per month while consistently working eighty to ninety hours a week. What is that? Four weeks in a month is about nine dollars and thirty seven. Nine dollars and thirty seven cents an hour. That's eighty hours a week. Less than assuming four weeks in a month. Yep. These are the same dirt balls that want fifteen dollar hour minimum wage. No, that's yeah, it's exactly. It's yeah. just it's amazing. So let, let you put your money where your mouth is, Democrats. You start paying your staff first fifteen dollars an hour, and then you can shoot your mouth off and talk about every other business owner. But look what's happening in New York. Look what happened in Seattle. Seattle right? been a mess. So that's- out of all the people that got fifteen, two thirds more got zero because right. they lost their jobs. The net impact was less people working and less hourly wages per per capita yeah. in, in Seattle. Yeah. It's been a disaster in Seattle. It's been a disaster everywhere else it's been. And what happens is it hits poor people and minorities the hardest because those are the folks that need the entry-level jobs to work the way up the scale. We, you know, Somebody, I think, on Saturday, uh, we were filling up a Sandy Beach call and said, well, you can work full-time at Walmart and still you know, qualify for Medicaid. In this state, yes, but in most states, no. Yeah. It, here's and the by thing. the way, people there's a lot are of people poor have- because they don't work. Yeah, there's a lot of people at Walmart <coughs> making big money. That's too. right. That's yeah, what they forget it, to mention all that, right? They always talk about just the cashier. Why don't you talk about the regional manager? Why don't you talk about the the manager of a department? Because they're not making minimum wage. No, they're not. They're making good money. I know that. We've got clients that work at Walmart. I'm like, wow, you do really well. Yeah, I moved my way up the chain. Right. Oh, really? You started as a cashier. You worked hard and learned the system and moved up. Wow, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Yes, that's right. Exactly. Uh, unfortunately, when you take away that that ability to get the first job, there is no moving up. Right. right? There's, there's they don't get in the door. You, do, you don't get in the door they to begin with. The, door. the reality of it is, though, people are poor because they don't work enough hours. And that is a statistical fact. If you worked, let's say, 40 hours a week at $15 an hour, you're making 30 grand a year roughly. If you just worked a little bit of time and a half and you worked, let's say, 50 or 60 hours a week at, at 15 or 12 or 10 even, you're still at 30, 35, you're okay, right? It's it's the reason that people are poor. They talk about people making only well. You can't live on fifteen dollars a year or fifteen thousand a year. You can't live on eighteen thousand a year. I don't disagree. But the reason that people make fifteen thousand dollars a year is because they work fifteen hours a week. They choose to, and that is a statistical fact. When you look at those that are poor, typically they're single households, non-married individuals with kids, oftentimes, right? That are poor, and the reason they are is because they work on average. Poor people work on average fifteen hours a week. That's the average. That's the fact. They're not working full-time. People are poor because they're not working enough hours. It's not because they're making 8 or 10 or 12 or 14 or 15. 
Now, obviously, 15 would be better, but you can't get the 15 unless you have the work skills. And if I'm an employer and I'm running McDonald's and I say, okay, I can order this for 15, if I can pay this kid $15 an hour, or I can buy this 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 new iPad and hook it to my point of sale system and replace that employee. Yeah. Well, as a business owner, I'm going to look at that iPad and go, it's probably a smarter investment yeah. long term. Mark this: the gap between the rich and the poor will widen significantly if they pass this. Absolutely, yeah, because sure. these business owners will make more money out of this, not less. And the Democrat policies, which is always trying to redistribute wealth, will cause an effect that it will go the other way. Trust me. And by the way, there's a lot of business owners out there that refuse to invest in fast food restaurants because they don't want to hire people. Now they'll say, I don't need to hire anybody. And the gap will widen. we got to take a quick break here. We'll bring Charlie Sparazza back up in the next hour. Don't turn the dial. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, News Radio 930 WBEN. We'll be back. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. It's the Financial Guys radio program. I'm in healthcare. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of Benjamins to be made right now with the biotech stuff. I don't have to tell you that. How's your portfolio? I'd say strong. To quite strong? Yeah. With local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Somebody took my juice money. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, financial guys. Uh, here with you each and every week for 18 years and uh, trying to do our best to mix uh, money with politics. We have a lot of fun with this show, folks. We do manage money for a living. If you think like us, you want to interview our team, whether it's an old 401k plan, you want to do advanced retirement planning, we've got some pretty cool investment planning software that I always say makes complicated things seem easy. Uh, Use us as a resource. Uh, We've got different departments, whether it's divorce planning, retirement planning, estate planning, uh, 401k, if you are a small business owner and you have a 401k plan and need help with that 401k plan, Medicare planning, Brian Janik, if you are 65, turning 65, Brian's independent, use him as a resource. Again, 633-1515, at FinGuys to follow us on Twitter, and uh, uh, our Facebook page, like us on Facebook, at thefinancialguys.com is our website, don't forget the T-H-E. In studio with us, Charlie Sparaza and Charlie, uh, part of our advanced retirement planning. And Charlie, um, you know, during the break and actually during the last segment, we were teasing it a little bit. But one of the things you've helped a lot of people do is there's a lot of folks out there that have done a great job of accumulating wealth through real estate. You know, real estate can be a really great way to leverage other people's money. You know, I've done in the, that in the past. My wife's got a small real estate company, and she's borrowed money from a bank, um, you know, charges people a mortgage, they rent, and they pay it off. And, and uh, But a lot of these folks are what I would say real estate rich but cash poor. 
and you know they don't necessarily want to sell their real estate. But you've had uh, some advanced strategies to help some of these folks in the past to be able to access some of that money. You know, downstate New York, you mentioned that. It, it, that's exactly the problem down there. Real estate is just extremely uh, expensive. Yeah. So, so essentially what happens is, you know, they got a house that's worth $2 million, but they have no pension. They have no anything. Right. The house may be paid off, but, but how do you access it? Yeah. So there are some methods that you can do to get the money out, use it as an income stream. And at the same time, if you pass away, that money you took out gets paid back again, leaving the investment intact. But it's different than here, upstate New York, where it's actually the opposite. There's more liquid money uh, out there rather than in the real estate, downstate. Yeah. And that happens in a lot of places around the country. Yeah, now yeah. with the resurgence in Buffalo, that might change a little bit, sure. though, right? I mean, you got some some buildings that some people you know, basically could have gotten for free 10 years ago that now have some equity to it. Well, even that, I mean, especially in, in actually the city of Buffalo itself, the way that they're taking a lot of those older buildings and revamping them, right. uh, turning them into lofts and apartments. Uh, it's pretty interesting, but they're sinking a lot of money into them. Ah. So there's got to be a way to pay it off. The last thing you want to do is spend a great deal of money refurbishing something, and then something happens to you, and everything goes down a drain just because you never planned. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, Charlie, by the way, 633-1515, When it comes to personal planning, you know, a lot of folks will come into our office and they'll want to do retirement planning. They'll want to build wealth. And, you know, we have some pretty cool software that'll walk them through it. And one of the things we end up doing with them is what I call the what if game. And some people are afraid to do that what if game. And the what if game, part of that is, hey, what if something happens to one of you? You know, how, how are how is your wife or your husband, how are they going to care for the children? Oh, and the, my favorite is, well, we've got in, we've got life insurance at our work. It'll it'll cover us. Like, what is that? It's one hundred thousand dollars. How much do you make? Eighty. OK, so you're good for one year. Right. <laughs> your right. spouse is good for one year right. and probably not even now because now you've got child care. You've got other expenses. You got blah, 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 blah. Right. Again, 37 years, it, that's been the problem all the time. They always said, well, I have group coverage. I have a guy right now, he said, well, I got coverage. He's a police officer. The coverage is only good as long as he's on the job. If he dies off the job, there's no coverage. Yeah, yeah. And let's face it, police officers are very dangerous, but the odds of them dying in a car accident on the way to dinner on a Friday night are probably greater than in, in a police car. But what if something happens and he gets disabled while he's working and now he can't qualify for life insurance in the future? That's the, the other that's side. the other thing, it. whether you're a police officer or not. So you have this plan through work, and that's great, even if it's a good plan and it's two or three times, which still is not enough. But you get disabled, you can no longer work, you lose your job, you now can't qualify for life insurance. You also don't have the group life insurance policy anymore. Right. So you got to think about all that stuff, right, when it comes to the risk planning side of it. And the other thing, when we do write a lot of term on that, where there's young families, maybe they don't have the disposable dollars. But what we will do is we'll add this what's waiver premium on it. Again, they, they get disabled. We convert that term to whole life, and the carrier has to pay the premium. So the plan continues on. Now there's cash accumulation in it. Yeah. Just tuning in, by the way, Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle Financial Guys, Charlie Sparazza in studio with us. And uh, this is where money meets politics. We normally have a lot of fun with this show. We always have a lot of fun with this show. Um, today we're mixing in Charlie Sparazza. Yeah, probably have our... a lot of fun, but with Charlie, it's all boring. Charlie, it's all boring. <laughs> no, but, uh, They're but, killing me here. <laughs> working for Charlie, free. Charlie, part of our advanced uh, estate and retirement planning team and, and uh, helping people with strategies on protecting money and passing on to the next generation, helping business owners protect their wealth. You know, a lot 
lot of business owners worked very hard throughout the years to build wealth and to pay off assets, but they don't have a, a strategic plan if something was to happen to them. Charlie, a big part of, of helping business owners. You, know, um, you mentioned the software earlier and whether it be playing the what if game and saying, hey, what would happen if you had a disability? What would happen if you put a nursing home? But what I like about that software is a lot of folks do a great job throughout their lifetime accumulating investments, right? Sure. They bought a, you know, they set up a, 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 an IRA through the bank and they bought a mutual fund through their brother-in-law who was in the business for two years and they bought a life insurance policy from their uncle who was, you know, whatever. And when they come to our office, we kind of bring all that stuff together for them, put it up onto the big screen through the software program, and you can see where your future income is going to come from, how much is going to come from Social Security, how much is going to come from your pension, how much needs to come from your investments. What does that look like? If there's red on the screen, you run out of money. It's very simple. And so you can see it in one simple, easy graph and understand what are my expenses going to look like and where, how am I going to fund those expenses. And it will show you if you're drawing principal, if you're drawing you know, just gains, uh, or if you are drawing you know, or you run out of money, it'll show red. So it's it's a nice graphical way to say, am I really ready for retirement? Please do that before you retire. Yep. Oftentimes, well, not as often as it used to be, but people will come in still and say, I retired last week. Here's my check. Now what do I do? Right. We'd much prefer to know the numbers in advance, and you should know the numbers in advance. Before you leave that job, you should know, Emma, do I have enough income for the next 30 years in retirement? What does that picture look like? What does my growth and my savings chart look like? How, how do my assets continue to grow, and when do they start to decline based on what I'm drawing out of my portfolio? What can I adjust around that? That's all part of the software that we use, and it is great to be able to see that on a flat screen to know really right where you stand, and then you can play the what-if game from there. What happens if one of you die early? Yep. What happens if you have a disability? And so on and so forth. Yeah, so use it today. It's neat. It's a fear today that, you know, am I going to live too long? You know, in the beginning, you worry about, am I going to die too soon? Now I'm going to, am I going to live too long? Right, right. And do I have enough money to sustain? Because longevity it just keeps going every single yeah, year. That's right. I'm just going to, I'm just going to uh, get some information on the Clintons and uh, make sure I. Uh, just have a foundation. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Pedal influence. <laughs> he, he, commit, he committed suicide with seven different gunshot wounds to the back of his head. That's right. <laughs> uh, just to recap what we've been going through today, we started off the show with uh, FBI sees smashed hard drives from Wasserman Schultz IT aides. Uh, now, what are the odds that this guy gets in a one-car crash? <laughs> Because you know he's got information on the Democrats, right? Including probably Hillary Clinton. That's right. What are the odds? I'm going to say this right now. This IT staffer, uh, Iwan or Iwan or whatever his name is, what are the odds that this guy gets in a one-person accident? (laughs) <laughs> with fall a down note, an elevator shaft That's with right. a note that in the in the, 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 note, the, the note left says, in the automobile that says no foul no, play here no whatsoever. Play here. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah, <laughs> honest to God, nothing, nothing wacky about this situation. Yes. Yeah, no. Uh, so, but just that so everybody knows, we filled in for Sandy Beach early in the week, and uh, we talked about the FBI seized uh, smashed hard drives from Wasserman Schultz IT aides. It comes to we're coming to find out that the IT aide actually spent a big chunk of his time in. Pakistan, missed a lot of the meetings. Hired hired his family members. They've given this person uh, and the family included total of $4 million to be the IT heads. And, uh, and the uh, hard drives ended up smashed with a hammer. Um, so $4 million. This IT has been under, IT8 has been under suspicious activity. And they did arrest him later in the week. So uh, well, Can you even do this? I mean, I, I don't know what the... But, but it really is amazing that, that, you know, that the Democrats would not do their due diligence... 
to say, and then they have the and audacity. They They're defending them. Yeah, they had the, the, defending them. Wasserman Schultz is trying to impede the investigation. Yeah. As far as I know, nobody in the Trump IT department spent six months in Pakistan, and nobody Which, in the Trump department smashed hard drives. Think about this. You would think that the Wasserman Schultz, the former head of the DNC, who had to resign in disgrace, you would think that she she's still a congressperson. You would right. think that she would help. Right. Help. The investigation, okay, FBI, whatever you need. Yeah, she's you saying no, no. Back. She's got no. an attorney saying, she "I want it back." She is fighting yeah. to block the FBI yeah. from looking at the information that yeah. is in this uh, on these laptops and on these hard drives. This, it's amazing. This. Now think about this: all this talk about Russia, all Russia this, Russia that, Russia, Russia, Russia. All this talk about Russia. When when the when the Democrat National Committee accused Russia of hacking their servers, and that's how the supposedly the Podesta emails came out. I love how they talk about not the fact of how disgusting some of these emails were and right. how they insulted people and things like that, yeah. not how much it goes to show about the collusion between CNN. Don't forget Donna Brazil then had to step in after Debbie Wasserman Schultz as the acting head of the DNC. Right. She, too, had to basically was now caught red-handed through these emails sharing uh, questions before the primary debate with Hillary Clinton, not Bernie Sanders, but Hillary Clinton, and in getting involved in the election. But all this talk about Russia hacking the servers, when the FBI showed up at the Democrat National Committee headquarters, we, we want to see your servers so that we can look through these and verify. No. No. They said no. No. They right. ref- the Democrat National Committee refused. To this day, the FBI still has not reviewed those servers. What the Democrat National Committee did was they hired an out- uh, outside IT firm that they decided to hire. Okay, Then the IT firm just coincidentally found, yep, it was Russia. <laughs> Never provided any evidence, right? Has not given any evidence. We have no evidence whatsoever that it was really Russia outside of what this Democrat-hired IT firm said happened because the FBI never looked at those servers. Uh, why? The FBI. If they seriously want Russia out, if that's if they really want that to be the truth, then why not have the FBI look in and verify it? Because it's probably not the truth. The FBI that's better put uh, Imran Awan on. Uh, Imran, that's his name. Imran, yeah, Imran Awan on. Uh, they better put him in a in a very protective cell because uh, yeah, no doubt. Like you said, it just For seems his own to safety. Be, I don't know how his car went off the bridge. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll bring Charlie Sparaza back up here talking more business planning. Uh, financial guys, 633-1515. Look, if you need us throughout the week, use us as a resource. We have a lot of fun with this show. Monday through Friday, we manage money. Um, you know, whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, 401k, one of our fastest growing divisions is our Jeff Fine and our 401k department. Uh, he's got the ability to work with pretty much every 401k plan out there uh, and uh, and really can give you the service that you deserve and you need. Use him as a resource. Uh, Medicare planning, I can't stress it enough. Turning 65, you are 65. Use Brian Janik as a resource. He's independent. It will not cost you a penny, and he will do the work for you to shop to match up which plan is best for you. Again, 633-1515. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, we come back. Remind me to plug in the next segment to uh, some of the upcoming workshops, Abby Gwynn, Women Investing with AAA. And uh, Mike Hayflick and uh, Ron Reinstein will be out at the Buffalo Marriott. So we'll get you the dates when we come back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. All righty. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Uh, like us on Facebook 
at FinGuys. Follow us on Twitter and, of course, our website, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E. Follow us on Facebook, by the way. A lot of stuff we talk about we post to our Facebook page. Uh, we're all over the place during this show. We talked about the Hippocrat, uh, Hypocrite Democrat Party. Re- Dems renew push for $15 minimum wage while paying their own staff way less. We've, we calculated it out to be about 9 bucks an hour is what they're paying. Uh, so good, good, good for the Dems for leading by example. They also talked about the FBI seized, smashed hard drives from Watzerman Schultz IT aide's home, and uh, he has been arrested earlier this week. Um, we'll see where where uh, we'll see where all that all ends up. But uh, he Amazing. spent a big chunk of his time in Pakistan. It'll be, during the break, you were talking about him he being able to wire servers. money. Made offsite yeah. so, offsite servers. Yep. Smashed the hard drives. Wasserman Schultz protecting this guy throughout the entire time. His family had been paid four million dollars by the Democrat Party. Yep. Apparently, his brother, his mother, his sister, his uncle, his cousin—they're all IT experts. That's right. Um, good. He, uh, but why? But great job. Just like they do with our tax money, by the way. It looks like yep. they're abusing their own, yep. you know, fundraising money too. This guy had access to dozens of Congress men and women's accounts. Unreal. So they had access to to all sorts of intelligence information and things like that Unreal. that they apparently thought it would be appropriate to transfer yep. to outside servers. Now, be all over CNN, by the way, anytime now. There was, anytime a, there was a Marine went. that rented the guy's house and said that the guy showed up how, four times how to How cool to get the is that story, back. by the way? Threatened the can, guy. Can you explain that story again? Yeah. Sorry, I'm interrupting you, so, but that's a cool story. Good for this Marine. Yeah. I'd love to shake his hand. Uh, I think he's actually a retired Marine, but his wife still works for the Navy. So Once he, a Marine, always a Marine. Yes, right. So he's anonymous. He said, I'm, gonna, I'm not saying a word because yeah. I don't want my wife yeah. to get in trouble. Was, he'll, but this guy... He'll end up with a helium tank in his house with a, that's right. that's <laughs> with right. a note that says nothing suspicious. So this guy rented a house from this uh, Imran guy. Uh Uh, Imran owned this house. He decided that, uh, now mind you, Imran's wife at this point has already pulled her kids out of school, has already fled back to Pakistan with her family, has already been busted at the airport with $12,400 in cash hidden in her suitcase. The Border Border Patrol and Customs let her go anyways. So this guy is now starting to divest himself of things. He decides to rent his former house that he was living in uh, because he basically went into hiding, more or less, Mm. to this Marine. The Marine, in the garage, inside of old kitchen cabinets, found all these smashed hard drives and immediately assumed that this seems awfully suspicious. So he called... Called the uh, whoever, like the Navy, you know, uh, uh, whatever there are, you know, the, the, the security yeah. MPs or whatever. The, the the naval police came over, called over the congressional police, and they took all these hard drives. Well, after that, three or four times, Imran showed up at the house demanding the hard drives and trying to get them back from this Marine. He threatened to sue the Marine for not returning the hard drives. And the Marine was smart enough to say, listen, yeah. I'm not responsible for keeping garbage in the house. Right, okay, right. I called police. I turned it over to them. Yeah, you go call them. them. Yeah. You go get it from them. Okay, I didn't throw it out. I gave it to the, the you know, the, the, right. but good for him yeah. because may, this might not have ever been known no, you just, had it not been for Most people are probably just thrown in the trash, right? right. Yeah. So this guy recognized, he was smart enough to recognize that, hey, something's not right here. Nobody smashes hard drives. Yeah. It seems awfully suspicious. How bright is this? I'm around, so right? I'm he just call. leaves the stuff? Well, <laughs> forgot it behind. Yeah. So good for him. So, you know, what, what I don't understand is if you and I tried to wire money, let's say we tried to wire $10,000 to Pakistan. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that we'd probably get a phone call from, you know, whoever, you yeah. know, whether it be the FBI or the, you know, yeah. well, uh, U.S. Treasury. Look at the, Treasury, steps, look at the, the Treasury Department. Take for somebody who wants to buy a house and just wire money from right. account to account, right? It's crazy. Yeah. On January, this is from BizPack Review. On January 18, 2017, at, two, at 12.09 p.m., an international wire transfer request form was submitted at the Congressional Federal Credit Union at the Long 
Longworth House office building in the District of Columbia in the amount of $283,000 to two individuals in Faisalabad, Pakistan, according to an affidavit obtained by the Daily Caller. Uh, Imran Awan, a Pakistani-born IT aide, had access to all emails and files of dozens of members of Congress, as well as the password to the iPad that Wasserman Schultz used for Democrat National Committee business before she resigned as his head in 2016. Unreal. Uh, his, meanwhile, CNN, by the way, is looking into the Trump-Russia investigation. That's right. Still, still. They found nothing. Still. They found nothing. Yeah. yeah. yeah this story just put on the back burner, though. Right? This is a big deal. This You're is not a kidding. huge this is a blockbuster Who's, story. What's on those and servers? And the Democrats are still what? trying to protect Who talked to who? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, look at IT guy here. This young guy, he's, he's not an old guy. He's wiring out $280,000. That's right. I mean, what, uh, did anybody do any kind of accounting? They let the money go. That's the amazing thing. Unreal. Why would Unreal. they not freeze that money? You and I, you and I send ten thousand dollars. Violation of the Patriot Act. I mean, isn't it? I, would think. I would. I mean, as you know. I would think. I would think. And wasn't this guy under suspicious activity? Wouldn't that heighten it just a little bit? It's amazing. <laughs> what a Sometimes joke. we have accounts that are delayed. These are people that have already accounts. They're American citizens. Blah blah blah. Sometimes the account gets flagged and delayed an extra seven to ten days while they do a deeper dive through the, through the systems to make sure there's right. no right. money laundering and anything else like that. Right. These are U.S. citizens. That have accounts open, never left the country, never left the country, have no no suspicious suspicious activity whatsoever, and yet their accounts get flagged at times for a deeper look uh, before they get open. They get delayed opening. Meanwhile, this guy's spending this guy's wiring a quarter million dollars plus overseas. A a red flag all the time should be okay. Six months in Pakistan, wiring money out of the country. What's the deal? What are you up to? Sorry, we want to know. Right, we want to know. Clearly, the Democrats weren't bright enough to do any of their own internal investigation care. How, how does that happen, by the way? So you hire an IT department. Forget about any bad behavior. You hire an IT department to run, hire somebody to run your IT department. They're gone six months out of the year. Yeah. I don't know. Our IT guy's gone six months. He's not going to work for us. No, he's fired. <laughs> we have server problems and, and right. you know, try all the time. Not just, you know, keeping, I don't say problems, but keeping this stuff up to date and up to, you know up to speed. And These Democrats care more about doing what's politically correct. Yeah, they care more about were, Look right. at the situation, and it's very early to tell what happened, but look at the situation in Minnesota where this poor Australian woman was gunned down by the Somali immigrant. Now, there was red flags with that guy. Yes. There was red flags with a violent past with that yep. guy. The guy had some issues. Yeah. Uh, but he never but, been put in that position. But yet the, never. the mayor was out there touting, look, yeah. we even got a Somali immigrant that's working for our police force now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that Somali immigrant is probably going to be brought up on murder charges yeah. because he killed an innocent woman. Right. And the fact is, was he hired because it was a politically correct thing to do? Look at if you're if if you have a, a violent history, that's let's right. not, yeah. R- whether you're Somali, you're Pakistani, yeah. you're Chinese, yeah. you're English, White, you're Scottish, tall, short, I don't care. I want the best person protecting. Why don't my we family? just take that part off of the questionnaire yeah. so that we can just look at the qualifications? Oh, you have a violent past. Oh, you were brought up on assault charges. Yeah. Well, maybe a police officer is not quite your yeah. career. Maybe right? you driving around with a gun on your shoulders probably not the best probably thing. Probably not right? the right thing to do. Right? <laughs> Real. All right, let's take a quick break. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. We're gonna make back in Charlie's Peraza here. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515, 633-1515, whether it's retirement planning, estate planning, uh, insurance planning, Medicare planning, divorce planning, we have a team for you, 401k, if you're a small business owner with a 401k plan, small business owner, medium-sized, large business owner, and you need Charlie's help with a buy-sell agreement and protecting in case one of your partners passes away, use us as a resource, folks, 633-1515. We'll be back here on News Radio 930 WBN. All right, welcome back, News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, here with you for the last 18 years every Saturday. 
We're an overnight success. Filling in for Sandy Beach this week. Thank you, Sandy, for allowing us the opportunity to fill in for the, uh, the as we were saying on the show, the great Sandy Beach. Incredible he is, man. He is and, great. Uh, long, uh, long career. Un- unbelievable the, uh, how, how great of a talent he is. Uh, Bowerly, Bella Via. Uh, Bella Via, by the way, we, uh, we're t- I talked to him the other day. I want to try, try to put some charity thing together with his book. So he's an, he's an amazing man. You get a chance to follow David Bella Via and his uh, – uh, just go to YouTube and look at some of the accomplishments and some of the things that he's been through. Really amazing people on the station. So uh, some of the best radio in the country. And then to top it off, absolutely the best Saturday show. No question. For, no question. One from, to three. From New York to California here on News Radio 930 WBN. <laughs> uh, but need us throughout the week, folks. 633-1515, 633-1515. Probably won't have time to talk about this public hearing to discuss red light cameras on uh, did you see this? No. It was funny. The funny part about this, so they're talking about putting cameras in the city of Buffalo to catch you. They're, they're, they're saying what they're doing is they're going to catch you if it's a hit and run, which I get. But, you know, what the real deal is is they want to fine you if you go through the light. Uh, the, uh, the, we have an office in Jupiter, Florida, and I'll tell you, I think these are more dangerous than yeah. anything because I see people, people slamming, slamming on the, the brakes, brakes yeah. so they don't, they don't get a the ticket. But the, the real funny part about this is, is one of these politicians said, "Well, if we're going to do this, then I want to see uh, I want to see the red light cameras are distributed fairly throughout the city." He oh, said. gotta be racist. At the end of the day, laws are for everyone. Yeah, well, cameras are racist, right? We right. wouldn't we wouldn't right. want to strategically Let's put, put them all on the east side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We Let's wouldn't want right we wouldn't want to put them in the areas where there's a lot of uh, violent crimes and, and a lot and, an, and a history of people running through red lights no. and smashing into other no. cars. No, let's just shoot them equally. So them equally. So that's the, the most driver's licenses thing. anyway. What's the difference? <laughs> Race is the most important. <laughs> right, because well, <laughs> apparently they have no ID to vote. Right, because right, that's so, a big issue. Right, right? so they must not have their cars. They must not have driver's licenses or anything else. How insulting is that? Could you imagine? Right. Personally, if I was African American, I'd be pretty insulted. Absolutely, like, I've got. I, somebody did that interview. They went down to New York City. Like the Democrats are saying that it'd be you, racist if we had an ID requirement for voting. And the the, the well, they don't think you're like, smart well, enough of to get. I a, have ID. Yeah, they don't. Why wouldn't they were like insulted? They like, don't think you're smart enough to insulted. get your own ID. Can you get your own ID and vote? They're like, yeah, of course, of course I have I my own ID. I, I have to. I can't get into my building without ID. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to work. Like this. Yeah. How insulting is that? Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it really is. Real. It is insulting. I did read this, however. Transgender Navy Seal. Uh, I did well. Not the, the banning not, of the. I'm sorry. Yeah, the banning. So, so Trump came out this week and said, "No more transgender in the military. We got to focus too much on of a distraction." And, and they're yeah. changing. Mattis, by the way, is changing uh, the all the training, everything else. A big complaint. Uh, by the servicemen and women of all the branches has been now we're doing sensitivity training we're doing sexual harassment training right. we're doing this training we're not going we to the we're not going to the shooting range anymore that's right we're we're, we're you know we're in the classroom we're not training the fight and Mattis came out and said no 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 our training is going to be for war fighting good not on senseless exercises right, right, we're right. gonna we're gonna go back to practice fighting wars what because does this that's matter what because if for. you're going in to fight a war are you really gonna have time to put some lipstick on and some nylons I don't know it's just right. ridiculous it I, is what, ridiculous. What Trump said was, listen, it's just it's too much of a higher cost, you know, medical cost and burden to deal with it. And to right. be honest with you, he's right. Yeah. I mean, look, at nobody wants to discriminate against anybody, transgender or otherwise. Well, we, but we do that, though, in but the military, But the fact right? of the matter is, Let me take sure some, we do. You're 500 pounds. Yeah, you're, you're not out. going in the military. No, you're you flat-footed. Can't run, you, flat-footed. you can't see. That's right. Right? <laughs> what about, right. hey, if you, if, if. Uh, Let the blind uh, people in. Everybody who's blind should be a, a Navy SEAL. That. There, there are folks that if you don't have a certain eyesight, you can't fly the plane, right? Hey. Is that discriminatory? Right. Or is that just simply because you don't have the required skill yeah. set to fly the plane? I want the very best Isn't people. Isn't that physical discrimination?
protection. Protecting our freedom yes. that are willing to do that, right? And and I, you know what? We don't want any distractions. And look, Listen, at, if my if, if the buddy of mine's got my back going into a building, he or she doesn't have time to put makeup on and nylons anyways. So. But here's the deal: if you were once Jill and now you're Bill, and you went to the military, who needs to even know? Right. I mean, seriously. <laughs> right, right. I mean, why? Is, is that, right. Do you wear a pin that says, I used to be a man? <laughs> of course you don't. Right. Or, are you to was. be a woman? It once was. No. <laughs> or it once was. was? No, of course not. I mean, it, yeah. look, if, if it's, just, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that we should be f- training our military to fight wars. That's right. Not for sensitivity training. That's now, right. Now, nobody wants sexual harassment and things like that. We get it. Right. But the fact is, I mean, I don't want, uh, I mean, if, I'm a, if I have my son or daughter in the military, I don't want them showing up the battlefield going, well, I know how to handle this case of their sexual harassment, but I don't know how to clean and load my gun. I mean, right. this is the most ridiculous right. stuff. I don't know who's so, supposed to go in the building first. That's yeah, right. So right. Mad Dog Mattis is now changing all that. Thank God we're getting back to some level of sanity. So he's overhauling the military education and training to regain, as he puts it, the art of war fighting following complaints by thousands of service members that their time is being wasted by hours of mandatory training. Uh, mandatory training could be exercise, it could be stretching. Yeah. Uh, what a joke! What a this joke. is this is Obama though. This is this is all Obama. Yeah, just you know, well, hopefully dumbing down the military, just like dumbing down the schools. Yep. But uh, Mr. Trump is changing that. Good for him. Uh, just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, Charlie Sparazza in the studio with us. Charlie, uh, you know some of the things that you've been able to help a lot of our clients out with is the estate planning part of it. And what I mean by that is, you know, for years, uh, one of the biggest concerns that folks have is the cost of a skilled care or a nursing home facility and how that may or may not devastate their portfolio. You, know, you got husband and wife. We always put the husband in the, in the nursing home first. That's what we do with our planning anyways. But, you know, husband goes in at 75 or 78, a skilled care facility costs $120,000 a year, probably, and that's on the low end, right? Yep. Um, but what if the wife lives to be 100? Now, of course, Part of the planning years ago was, well, I'll buy this long-term care insurance that's nursing home protection insurance. And, of course, the argument has always been, and it's a good argument, is, wait a minute, it's expensive, real expensive, number one. Number two, what if I never go into that nursing home? What happens to all the money I gave to that insurance company? It goes bye-bye. But now there's some alternatives that people should really consider. Yes, it's it's more of... Yeah, you know, people don't know. Seven of ten over the age of sixty-five need some form of care. It doesn't necessarily mean in the nursing home. Those are some pretty high odds that's going to happen. And once you start to need care, obviously it goes downhill from there. Now, for those folks that don't um, think it's going to happen to them, that's fine. However, for those that we know it could happen, what if, what if you could buy a plan that it's life insurance? which we know you're going to die. So if the worst-case scenario, you die, the family gets the money. But if you needed long-term care, you could tap into the life insurance while you're living. Yeah. So it does two things for you, um, which is becoming very popular. And, you know, expense, you have to weigh it out. What's worse, 12000 a month or maybe 6000 a year? Yeah. But at least if you're buying the life insurance, somebody's going to get the money one way or the other. If you have to use it or... Uh, if you pass away, the family will get a little extra money in there. Uh, and, and that is a, a, one of the big complaints, right, that most people have is that I may pay for this long-term care policy for 20 years, and I might never use it. Sure. But a lot of these policies, explain how that works. So I buy a policy, I'm paying six grand a year or ten grand a year for a policy that's got a death benefit of, let's say, $300,000. Give me an example of can I just, is it dollar for dollar until I use that $300 death benefit, or is there a formula? To- the, the, they'll allow you, some of the companies allow you 2% of the death benefit monthly up to 4%. So, again, 300000 you'll be able to 
able to access $12,000 a month to help offset the cost of care. You can use any portion of that 4% every month. Maybe you put some of your Social Security towards it so that it makes the money last longer. So let's say that you go through $100,000 over whatever, how many months that you're using your life insurance for long-term care, and then you pass away. You get the difference. The family would get the difference of what you did not use. Tax-free. Tax-free. no matter what, they're going to get that whole benefit. Right. The whole death benefit amount is going to be paid, whether at death or while you're living, for nursing home coverage. Does that include home care? Like, what if if I don't want to go to a nursing home, but I want to stay in my house? It's it's the – when – when a doctor says signs off that says you, you're missing two of the uh, six activities of daily living, that's when the the benefit is triggered. It's not necessarily just nursing home only. And and uh, and the daily living uh, would be like things like bathing, bathing, going to the transferring from one room to the next, right. feeding. Um, and sometimes it's dementia or Alzheimer's. Even yeah, right. um, I've got a couple of them right now going on, and and people don't realize it. Once it happens, here's what and here's a perfect one. As soon as something goes wrong, this guy had a stroke just two days ago. Had a stroke, and right away in the nurse in the in the facility, not the facility, the hospital, they already have the social workers all over the family. Right. So they are trained already by me to say, no, you don't talk. You talk to me first. Let them talk with me. You deal with your your parent or whoever's there. Yeah. I'll deal with them. Yeah. And that's what's important to understand, because once they take that snapshot, they got everything from you. Yeah. And if you have the right plans in place, we don't have to give them that. We're not asking Medicaid to pay the bill. Right, right. And they and they can be like, not to be mean, but they can be like vultures, right? I mean, the social services like, wants their like, money for the state. They want to like, know. Like? Well, all right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to be, it's their job, so I don't want to put any individuals down because that's, that's what they have to do. But you're right. Within two days, like the family's grieving. Yeah. They're, they're worried about their loved one. What's yeah. going to happen next? Yeah. And you got this again, a knock on the door. Where's the money coming and from? Where's the money? What do you got? Can we it's see? like a holdup. Like, give me your yeah, balance absolutely. Give me your finances. We, give me your bank accounts. Bring it. it all in. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where grandma's going. Are we going to put her here? Are we going to put her there? What's the next step for our family? And you want a financial statement? It's outrageous sometimes Sad as how that fast is. they're on there. Sad as that is, Glenn. That's exactly what happens, and the people are vulnerable. It's like flies on a leftover sandwich. But if you have else. a plan in place, you don't have to be vulnerable. That's the key here. Yeah. If you got a plan in place, you don't have to, you don't have to just refer it off to the advisor or myself. That's right. Hold that thought. I, before we wrap up the show, too, I want to talk a little bit about IRA and inheritance maximization because there's a lot of folks that are, are forced to take out money out of their IRA account every single year. And as you call how you always laugh, I laugh when you say this, you put them in as certificates of disappointment yes. is where they end up going, right, or a bank account, and uh, it just never gets used. So we'll talk more about some advanced strategies that people can use. By the way, I have a lot of fun with this show, hopping from money management, estate planning to uh, you know a little bit of uh, mixing in some of the politics. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 633-1515, 2 seminars coming up this week, April 1st. First was going to be at the uh, AAA. Okay. It may be full. That's women I'm not investing, quite sure. That's right? women investing with Abby Gwynn. You, you do need to be, by the way, a AAA member. So if you're not well, a AAA one, member. That one, Abby said it would be okay if you weren't. Oh. But you had to be a woman. Okay. So in that <laughs> okay. case. Or, uh, or dressed up like one. That's right. Yeah. Um, if you dress Mike up Hayflick like one. Mike will be there. Right. So he will, be talking Mike, Mike will not be dressed up He will like not be dressed up. Right. Uh, and then on the 8th is going to be our certified divorce financial analyst, Ron Reinstein, also along with Mike Hayflick on the Social Security side. That's at the Buffalo Marriott at 6 o'clock. Exactly. Yeah, 633-1515 if you think you'd like to attend those workshops. By the way, use our firm as a resource. I, we've you know continued to expand, and these departments don't just come out of nowhere. It's because there's a need for our clients uh, using Brian Janik as an example, Medicare, if you're going to turn 65, uh, use Brian as a resource. He's an independent agent and can really help. We'll take, take a quick break here. Again, 633-1515. We'll be back. 
All righty, welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, financial guys, uh, here with you each and every Saturday. This is where money meets politics. By the way, tune into our uh, TV show every uh, Tuesday, right after the news on Channel 2, 1130 to noon every Tuesday, where uh, where that show is also uh, you know money meeting politics. Uh, appreciate some of the help we've had on that show. Carl Palladino, Russ Thompson, Dave DiPietro, and uh, Russ will be filling in next week. Uh, for us, I have no clue who he's going to be having on. Maybe Carl, maybe Dave. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll both. do the show himself. Maybe both. But uh, um, I always joke with, I always send uh, Russ a text on the way, and I'm like, "Are you sure you're going to have enough to talk about?" Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> text every. So appreciate them filling in. Gives us an opportunity to spend a little time with our family here. Um, again, you need us throughout the week, folks. Six three three one five one five. If you'd like a free consultation, like to pop into our office at FinGuys. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, a lot of stuff we talk about, we post to our Facebook page. And our website, thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget the T-H-E, thefinancialguys.com. Uh, no nasty emails. Please don't start your email off with, I was just about ready to invest, but... So, it's always, I'm so, every always single time, so, so sick of those emails. Like, <laughs> I was just about ready to give you $2 billion, but I saw your Facebook page... We happen to be conservative-thinking people, uh, fiscally conservative, and uh, we like to work with people that think like us. So if you if you think like us, you know we have we had our client appreciation event a few weeks ago. We had uh, four, almost five hundred people there. I think we had over five hundred. Did it was we? Like five and, and a quarter. What, an, what an awesome! I mean, like it's amazing because the five hundred people and we know them all, and we it's love like one them. giant party of like family party. family members. It's like yeah. one giant reunion but, but, or something. It's great. But uh, not the dysfunctional side of the family. The good side That's of the right. family. Side. <laughs> so not the if, drunken uncle. <laughs> if you need no, us throughout kidding. the week, six three three fifteen fifteen. In studio with us, Charlie Sparazzo. We've been talking more about estate planning, and uh, last segment, Charlie, you were talking about protecting money uh, or from nursing home protection and using a life insurance policy that now allows people to take some of the death benefit to pay for that nursing home. Um, and because the old the argument was, well, I don't want to pay for this long term care nursing home protection and then never use it. Well, you're going to use one or the other. You're either going to die and the family gets a life insurance, or you can use it as a benefit. Some of the strategies people use now, we have seen for years, folks taking money out of their IRA accounts. This minimum distribution, you turn seventy and a half, and a lot of them may have a pension, they may have some social security, and they just don't need it, and they just throw it in a bank account, earning zero percent right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's common and. You know, why not take some of that money and put it into, again, back into a life insurance plan where it's going to create a larger estate? It, there's some of them today where you can accumulate money. I mean, and, and it's, again, you could access it down the road tax free. And I know some people are concerned, you know, like I, I had a heart attack five years ago, or I'm diabetic, or I got blood pressure. A lot of that stuff is not so detrimental anymore. I mean, and a lot of times we will we'll go out and we'll see if we can, what we can get before we put you through the hoops. Yeah. Uh, we have one right now. I, I can't go into too much detail, but it was a cancer victim, less than two years. Uh, I got the reports. I submitted them to an underwriter. They came back. They said, if there's nothing else, we can get you a standard offer. Wow. That's unbelievable. Which, which, two years out. Two years out. That's just going to be. Ten and years ago, that was a complete disqualifier. Yeah. Right? So how many of these folks, by the way, it's amazing when you look at overall investment planning, and we'll sit down with people and they'll say, what's, what's the purpose of this money here? Are you going to use it? Yeah, probably not. I might use a little of it, but I want to leave it to the kids. Right. And then they take the money that you know that the government's forcing them to pull out every year. That distribution might be five thousand, ten thousand, pick a number, and they put it into something that's earning the kids. 
it zero as opposed to something that could be an asset that grows tax-free and maybe, if they put a rider on it, protect the entire state for the kids or, or at least a big chunk of the state. Oh, absolutely. And and, and his worst case scenario, let's say you had to use up some of your assets because you did go into a nursing home and you didn't want to tap into life insurance. Well, when you pass away, it'll replenish the money and accomplish that goal of passing it on to your family as well. But the key is why take it out? You have to. And why put it at zero? Why, right. Everybody wants more. Right. We we have so many folks that we've worked with over the years that you know we'll we'll you know year after year we do six month reviews try to keep up with things and we're doing the distributions and then three years in they'll say I've got this thirty or forty or fifty thousand dollars built up in my savings and of course our question always is well uh, where did it come from did you inherit money did you have you working a side job ah it's just excess income that I've been having to take now that I'm taking my RMDs and so you're right it sits there at zero for a couple of years and then ultimately they write a check back into their investments other clients will move money from one IRA account to a non-qualified account. And that's fine too. We just slide it over. But if we take out 10 grand, 10 grand stays at 10 grand. Even if it's going to their investment account that's going to have the same earnings potential, say 6, 8% or, or, or higher, depending on how aggressive it is, it's still the same grand becoming, uh, 10 grand becoming 10 grand. Now we're starting to look at it where we can take 10 grand and turn it into 200 or 250 or 300 or more by utilizing the, the life insurance to maximize that inheritance, which Absolutely. I think is fantastic. It's a, it's a great, look, because they all say, I want to leave money to my children. Why not leave more? Yeah. More is better. Yeah. Right? Well, one final better. question, and, and this is really um, this is a lob ball for you because this is the reason why you help head up our team. But I can't stress this enough. Work with, if it's not somebody like you, make sure we're working with an independent planner, right? I'm not going to throw out any specific names, but there's a lot of insurance companies out there that have, quote, financial planners, and I, I, I use that word very loosely, that work for one specific insurance company, right. and they're not going to be able to work with underwriters. They're, right. not, they're looking at, you work at um, you know, XZA yeah. Insurance, and they're going to just put you through that. that. That company doesn't mean they're getting the best rate. It doesn't mean they're going to get the best service, and it doesn't mean they're going to get the best underwriting. You really want to work with an independent planner, somebody who can look at all, shop it around for you. And and you've said this before. Like, look at, I sort of know, like, you know, if you've got this, don't go to that company. Right. But you can go to these other three. They're they're you know they're okay with that. Mike, I'm going to give you a perfect example. We wrote a, a guy who was in the '70s got outright rejected. That's hard to come back. And well, I went to another carrier, got standard offer. The same results, same exam, same everything. Right. That's the advantage to independent because we're going to farm it out and see who comes back with the best numbers. How many companies do you work with, you think, Charlie? How many insurance companies uh, do you have? Uh, you at have least 25, to? 25 minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's always the specialty that you're going to go to. But, but, but we have access to them. We know where there's leaning underwriting. And some of it where they want to rate somebody. We have another one right now that just was asking me yesterday. Table four plus a temporary rating. So the first year premium went from three hundred eighty nine dollars. It's a term policy to twenty seven hundred. Whoa! So why, why do we have to accept that? Let, let's search it out and let's see if we can do better. Wow, that's right. Let me give you another example of something that we did. Um, this is just last year, which I thought was good. It was uh, we were taking about twenty some thousand dollars a year out of uh, IRA account to um, basically supplement Social Security. Uh, I'm sorry, supplement a, a pension. Uh, but the client retired early. She, she had been retired since about 60 years old, and uh, the, you know she had plenty of money, took the pension, took her early retirement pension. But when she got to be 66, now she's drawing her Social Security. Right, so she was drawing her Social Security at you know eighteen thousand dollars a year. She called him and said, "Glenn, I don't need the twenty grand anymore. Like, what you know, what else can we do with this?" I said, "Well, we don't have to take it because you're not seventy and a half yet. At that point, she's only sixty-six. But I said, "But here's the problem: if you don't start taking some money out by the time you are seventy, you have to take out like twenty-five or more a year." 
And she didn't like that idea. So what we did was we started taking out just $10,000 a year now uh, as opposed to the twenty, so we can lower the amount that she's going to have to take out when she's 70. But we took that ten grand and we're putting that into a, a equity index uh, a policy, and we made it cash heavy. So basically when she turns 75, if she does want more income, she can flip the switch now and she can start taking out $7,000 a year uh, as a, and stop paying the ten grand going in. It's actually nine going in over a 10-year period. Right. Now she's got $7,000, and that's tax-free coming out. But we've lowered her tax liability when she's 70. We've spread that IRA distribution out over time. We've created another $200,000 death benefit that will go on to her heirs as well. Tax-free. Tax-free. And we're giving her the availability, should she want it, to draw another 7000 plus out of her policy when she's 75. Uh, that's going to be tax-free. tax-free I, I well. probably won't use it, but if she doesn't use it, then a death benefit climb. So it's a win-win-win all the way around. All right. Hey, Charlie, thanks for spending some time with us, buddy. Hey, thanks for having us on the show. Yeah. Appreciate it. We were having you on as the expert, and you're just shaking your head like, Glenn, that's a great plan. <laughs> what do you need without, me for? Without Charlie, yeah, well, without him. He's the architect, right? <laughs> that's right. Hey, look, folks, uh, we had a lot of fun with today's show. We didn't get to any calls today. We'll be back next week with the phone lines wide open. We won't be. Uh, Russ Thompson will be. He'll be hosting. So uh, a special shout-out to Mr. Russ. He's a, a real good friend of ours and helps us out quite a bit in the summer here so so we can play hooky. Uh, after 18 years of being here each and every Saturday at really is nice to have, have a time off. It's almost yeah. weird, though, isn't it? Like it you is. have a Saturday, you two Sunday days off. Up. Like what? Yeah, I feel like I've been gone for a week. Yeah, and then I'm always feeling like you know, oh, do I should do we have stuff together for the show? I yeah, mean, right. so uh, but I appreciate the rest of filling in for us. Look, if you need help, folks, use this as a resource. Whether it's Medicare planning, financial planning, retirement planning, estate planning. Uh, corporate planning, 401k planning, divorce planning. Use us as a team. Again, 633-1515, 633-1515. On behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, we're the financial guys. We'll see you next week right here on News Radio 930 WBEN.